Welcome back, everyone. And Paige, what is this? Episode 11? Yes, it is. That's so crazy. crazy. I know. You guys, we have a super exciting episode for you today. Yes, my friend Danielle from New York. I'm so excited to have her on. Thank you so much for coming and, and, and joining us. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Danielle. I am a, yeah, I'm a, thanks. I do yoga, <laughs> I'm a yoga teacher, I'm a flow artist, um, polyamorous, and... <laughs> so you live in New York, Sanyal? Yes. Nice, yeah. what part? We're in, like, the Poughkeepsie Beacon area, so oh, not cool. in the city, just a little, couple hours um, upstate. Yeah, it's a very yeah. interesting area. Beacon has become very artsy, um... And Kings, cool. Kingston, Poughkeepsie is cool. I like it here. That's Good. awesome. I'm so happy that you love it. And I'm so happy that I got to meet you and do all the things that we got to do together. And when Punch and I were thinking about episodes, I was thinking about my friend Danielle because it's so, um, I don't want to say it's crazy to me, but like, I, and I mean, I've said this to you in person, like, I'm just like, how do you do it? How do you do the polyamory? <laughs> Uh, so we're going to talk about that today on today's sode. So do you want to, I guess, describe, like define it? Sure. All right. Okay. So poly- polyamory is basically like the idea of being able to have multiple loves. So in our version of polyamory, we're like eth- ethically polyamorous. And it's just a lot about like trust, honesty, we're able to have multiple partners. It looks different for everybody, really. So it just kind of depends on the agreement that you have with your partners. But for mine, we're basically allowed to do whatever you want as long as we're honest and safe. And currently we have a really beautiful, like, polyfam vibe right now just because quarantine is quarantine. It's just my partner and then his two other partners. I was going to say, so how does it work? So are you all, like, are the four of you together or are you with your partner and then he sometimes has other partners and then you have other partners yeah so he has a wife a girlfriend and myself I am his partner we've been dating for three years and I have other partners outside of the relationship oh my god god bless you girl I don't I I don't know how you do this I would be like I guess I'm just like thinking with my ego because I don't think I, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I think it's a lot of, I guess like there's a term called compersion where it's like the opposite of jealousy. Right. So it's like, instead of being like jealous about your partner being someone else, you find joy for them being able to be with somebody else and have that joy with another person. Um, I think that's like, I do not have that term. I do not have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know you and Aloe talked a little bit before this and she, she sent you some questions and I, she goes, do you have any questions? And I'm like, not yet, but I will. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure I'll come up with them. So um, my question for you, Zanielle, would be, have you always known you were polyamorous? Like when was your first polyamorous experience and how did you kind of come into this? Um, could we call it a lifestyle or like an ethics or like moral way of living? I, I don't know. Um, I feel like it could be like a lifestyle, but um, I feel, I personally feel like it is something that I've always felt. So I don't know 
exactly how it's described outside of okay. how I feel. It could be just like the way that we are. Like with my first partner, like when I was like younger, I really thought that um, I was completely fine with if he wanted to go outside of the relationship. But he was like, no, it's just me and you. It's like a very intensely jealous person. So um, I think in my heart, I was always polyamorous, but I just never had a term for it. So um, a little bit into college, I found somebody who was also polyamorous and explained how him and his girlfriend kind of went about their life. And I was like, wow, that's exactly what I want and what I feel makes sense. So like when it was described to me, it just made complete sense. So I feel like it was something that I didn't really have to change too much to be into. But I do know that there are people who actively decide, okay, this is what we're going to do, even though we're used to monogamy, but we think that we should do that. But for me, it was just always, I've always felt polyamorous. I just never had the word for it. So it was just very organic for you. It was just something that you knew you wanted to try and it stuck. And uh, I like the concept of it. I am here for it. I think that is so beautiful. Like just what you said, like you want your partner to go out and experience that joy. And like, I I'm on board for that, but then like, I don't know how I, I guess to, I guess I'm just like society has trained me to like, think like a monogamist would, if if that makes sense. And I think it's a very, one of the, normal things of our society and maybe it's because I identify as queer as well that like it's just I always question these things but we love so many people in our lives that I don't really I guess it just wasn't a big stretch for me to think that you could love somebody in a romantic way and multiple people at the same time and it'd be okay because like I love my best friend and they have another friend and that's all that's okay nothing changes about our relationship so the same kind of goes for doing that in a romantic relationship like I love my partner, he loves me, and he loves somebody else, but that doesn't really change our relationship. It's just that he loves more. It's like love is always growing. I feel like I kind of understand and relate to what you're saying. Um, I've recently been in like this little uh, unintentional love triangle. I don't know if a triangle is the right word. Maybe a love V. (laughs) (laughs) Because they don't have love for each other. Um, But I... I feel like I've been in this situation where I'm like, how can I really love and want this person, but like really desire this other person as well? Um, And how do I grapple with that? And and so what you're saying, I'm like, I actually like the idea of that, but I'm such an insanely jealous person that I'm like, I don't know that I personally would ever be able to get past that hump of like, if they had that, that like, I'd I'd be cool with it. But I feel like I, I relate to what you're saying. I feel the same way. And I'm like, damn, Danielle, I wish I could be you. I really wish I could do it because I feel you like could. it would be the, the, I know, I know. Girl, you know me and my self-doubt. Come on. <laughs> it's true. A lot of like the thing is though, if you're not securing yourself, like it's a lot of like really looking deep at some of those insecurities and like realizing that, you know, it's not going to change anything. Cause I feel like a lot of the time we're like, oh, is this person going to give them something that I can't? And like, yeah, they probably do. But that doesn't mean that what you do isn't just as good, you know? I think that was something that had to get in my head because for a while I was like, I can't, like my partner has a wife. I was like, I can't, like, I'm not your wife. How is this going to work? Like you have a whole wife, but it was like, no, I'm a, I'm myself. And he likes me because I'm Zanyo. 
And here we are three years later and it's fine. And I love his wife and his girlfriend. Like we all hang out all the time. So here's a question for you Um, on a personal level. Like Mm -hmm. what are your um, feelings on marriage? Is that something you'd want for yourself? And if that's too personal, you totally don't have to answer it, but I'm just curious, like how that looks from your perspective. Yeah. I mean, I do eventually want to be married. I have like mixed feelings on the idea of marriage, but um, also I'm just like one of those typical girls who wants to like have a really cute wedding and be happy ever after and all those things, Um, (laughs) you know, so it's like, um, however that looks is how it will look. I do hope to find, like I, I've had like what we call main partners who wanted to be poly, but weren't, um, so that has always been a very difficult thing to navigate is like finding somebody who also is able to live this life without having too much jealousy or it's okay walking into a situation where I've been with somebody for three years and I have like this whole group of people who I love and I would love for them to fit in in a way. And then if that happens, that would be great. And yeah, I would get married. I'd do the whole thing you know that's that's amazing to also be poly yeah (laughs) yeah I was that was gonna be my next question and and then it's like okay but then like you're gonna still keep your other relationships and they would have to be okay with that as well yeah so I was thinking about it and like if you were to have kids or if your partner were to have kids with his wife like would that change anything Currently, none of us really want to have kids, but I do feel like it would be okay. Like, I wouldn't mind them being around. If I were to have a child, I would love for them to be with, around my child. And, like, they're great people. They could just play them beautiful music, and I could just, it would be cute, you know? If they were to have a kid, yeah. as long as they had that conversation and they were okay with us being around, we could, like, it takes a village to raise a kid anyway, so... Oh, I it really does. Much. Like there's so much, you just need extra help, you know? I was just thinking um, that like four men and a baby, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all taking care of one another. Right. I guess that would make sense. And um, I mean, we don't live together. So um, it would kind of be, I feel like it would be a little. Now are there ground rules? So like you, you don't live together, but like, are there days that like you do see each other? You don't see each other. Like, are there certain like rules or like aspects you follow? Currently the only rules are mostly like if we were to have any new partners, it's around like safety because with COVID, but also sexually, it's mostly just being honest. He normally, by the time he goes on a second date, that's when I'll know. We just are very open and honest with each other. It's not really like any rules. There's not... Like I see him on a set day and his other partner sees them on a set day. Like we kind of just try to make sure everybody gets equal time and we hang out together as like a group pretty often. Like I know they have their own boundaries within their marriage around certain things, but it's been pretty relaxed. Like there's nothing that's like completely like you can't do this because it's like more about freedom. And like just being able to trust and have communication. Like if we weren't communicating with each other, that would be, that's when it gets a little, that'd be a no, what's going on. Yeah. Oh, I just have so many questions. I'm like, so 
Nobody's surprised. <laughs> Alo's like, I have a list of questions and I have bullet points under all of those questions with more questions. No, I don't have that many questions, but no, it's just like, <laughs> it's so fascinating to me. And I just like, I... Like, I know I say, I wish I could do this. And Danielle's like, you can, <laughs> but I just mean like for myself, I'm, I don't know how, uh, I feel like if I could do this, it would solve like all my problems. If we could all be polyamorous, it would solve like, like 90% of the world's problems. Is that weird? Like, like the jealousy. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, cause I, I mean, mean are- truly it makes sense. Like, because you know, like, and it's kind of like when we joke around and we're like, oh, I wish I could take this from this boyfriend and this from this boyfriend and this from this boyfriend and then this from this boyfriend and like make this one, you know, futuristic, you know, boyfriend that is comprised of all of these little pieces. And that could be your partner because I feel like a lot of people struggle with getting everything from one partner. And I feel like it's hard to think that you actually will get any everything that you need from one partner like yeah no one is going to be that perfect total package for you and there's always something else to offer like I feel like I've learned something different from every partner that I've had and like some of them stay and I've like I have other partners outside of this relationship and some of them don't and it's like what one person can give me the other person can't and that's okay it's not like the end of the world in that way and it kind of makes everything a little bit smoother um but like it's not like to say that we're like always happy and there's no problem ever like sometimes there is like jealousy will come up um or like hey you're not spending the same amount of time with me and it's like I was gonna ask you like what kinds of issues arise like I know like with monogamous relationships like there's very standard things that are like cheating (laughs) you know But I feel like with the open and honesty that you're describing, like that's not really necessarily a potential issue, but uh, what, what are the kinds of things that come up in this type of relationship for you? Yeah. I mean, we were just talking the other day about how like cheating doesn't exist. So like being shady or not being honest becomes kind of like the new cheating, but we haven't like personally, like we haven't really dealt with that, but currently my partner's wife doesn't have another partner so and both me and his girlfriend live at home so we would have to come to their house so it's been like hard to find alone time along with like corona happening like we can't go out to eat at the restaurant and it's cold right now in New York like it's freezing so like there's not a lot of time that we get individually alone which for a moment there like that adjustment was a lot it was like do you like me? Like, we never get time alone. Do like, do you ever want to, or you're seeing this person more than you're seeing me. And those little things happen, but we've been able to talk through them, like in a way that was really productive. And now we're kind of just chilling, which is really good, but that was an adjustment period. I've had like issues with other partners outside of this relationship who I wanted to be my main partner, but it was like, they weren't really poly. We've all had that issue where it's like, oh, we really like this person, but there's like little things that they can't just like get over like jealousy can get kind of bad Ugh, that's oh, me and like that's me it's like yeah. I don't know there's only so much that you can reassure a person before you realize like they just really can't be poly and that's okay right. you know those are kind of the things that come up yeah there is like the idea of an open like 
and if you do like ethically okay. monogamous is what they would call it like when you have like a partner who you're very emotionally invested in but you go outside of the relationship for different like sexual needs or just like somebody who's not as deeply emotional with you like and I've seen a lot of people do that like they have a partner who they love they they might live with them and they have people who are like friends with benefits but a little more but it doesn't get too like emotionally deep like you don't like go out on a lot of dates or like you might not all be hanging out together like there are people who do like poly type relationships where the other partner never meets their other partner um or they keep it separate like I've seen people who are like don't really talk about it um which I don't know how well that works out I don't know if I could handle that like that's one of those things I was like I just want to know or yeah. it's gonna make me right. feel like some I, kind of I way I feel like if I was doing that like um having a poly relationship like I would really need to know everything or like the trust part wouldn't be there I mean I don't know yeah. that I could do it anyway but like I think if I was going to even entertain the idea of um changing my lifestyle towards a polyamorous lifestyle I I would need like crave to know all of the things <laughs> yeah one of the people that I had dated at one point was like well you can it's fine with me that you're probably just don't talk about them and I was like you don't want me to talk about a big portion of my life so like that wasn't gonna work for me but that's what would work for them and it was like okay and I think this is where it's like what are your boundaries what can you handle and what will you not handle and that looks different in every relationship even monogamous you know like those are things that we should practice in all relationships I think right it's true do you have thoughts or opinions yourself on monogamous relationships? Like what monogamy looks like? Or is that a weird question? I don't know. No, I mean, it's I'm fine. I have been in one monogamous relationship and I was cheated on. And it was not it for me. Mostly because I was really not, I was really open to not being in a monogamous relationship. Um, right. Like right. I'm, I consider myself bisexual. So it's like, I'm really, like, I'm really chill. I, I, the idea with ruffles always, was always like a thing that seemed cool to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think monogamy can work. I don't really bash monogamy, like monogamous relationships. It's not for me, but I can see, like, I feel like the same principles apply. Like monogamous relationships don't work when you don't have conversations about what you need and what you want, you know, like, if somebody is not happy or they need something different, like a lot of the times people go outside the relationship and like, you don't have to do that. You could just talk about it. So Zaniel, you mentioned that, that you have a few other partners. How many partners do you have outside of your polyamorous fam? Um, current, well, Corona is weird, but I normally have like two. So I'd have like I have one person who I've been seeing for a little while, but it's not anything too serious. I don't know what to call our relationship right now, but I was seeing somebody who's like my main partner. Um, but yeah, so that's like two people. Normally, I feel like more than two or three, especially if it's like heavy emotional intimacy as well, is a lot from for me personally. I don't know how much more I could handle with my other life. Like if I were to like be mm-hmm. giving like full relationships to people, it's still like a a thing that is like relationships are hard. So Ugh, like when you get so to know each other, hard. you want to be with the person you want to be mostly intimate. Like, I don't know. I think my limit would be three. 
normally two is good for me but if I have another person I talk to and it's fine that's cool but so are any of these relationships purely emotional and no physicality or and vice versa I guess are there any that are purely physical and then no emotional um I don't really see people who I don't get along with but there are there's a relationship that I have that is more physical but like we're also really good friends so it would be hard for me to just like go out and have like have like a I guess like, I don't know what they would call it, like a hookup person who you see that like I I couldn't personally do that but a booty call yeah booty <laughs> call. I was gonna there say go. a fuck buddy <laughs> like a booty call fuck buddy no yeah <laughs> yeah I don't really for me I would need more of an emotional like just at least a little bit you know like there are people who well, I yes. know who could just like go and just like hook up with people and that's well. completely fine like I'm down for that like y'all do your thing um for me I don't think I could do that so I don't really have anybody like that not um, after Sandy, not after Sandy has told oh me for life, <laughs> telling me that if, if I share, if I spread my legs, <laughs> I am sharing my essence. <laughs> with... Yeah, no, it's really energy. Like that's it the is. thing, like I'm pretty protective over my energy. So like even the person who's more of like a, I guess like a friends with benefits, I, like I've known him for a very long time. Like it's so I really true do because like it is so it's it's just, such an energy exchange and yeah. we have to be careful like they will suck us dry yeah and like that's the thing I guess that's another like kind of ground rule with the poly fam is like we gotta be protective of our energy because we're all sharing energy like at the end of the day not only we're sharing like our bodies we're sharing our energy so we have to like if there's somebody who's in the circle or who is part of our relationships outside of like our poly fam right now who's like really not good vibes. Like we do have, like that would be something that we would have to talk about, especially since like we're all kind of affected. We're we're all pretty spiritual people, so. Now, do you find that these relationships last like a really long time? Like, do you know anyone that has done this successfully for, you know, 20 plus years? I don't know. Um. I know. I'm just curious. (laughs) I'm curious too. I should probably have looked that up more. Like I know that there are like different like forums and stuff and like groups for poly people. So far Ryan and I have been together for like three years and he's, we're pretty chill. We don't really have any reason to like break it off. And we've had a few conversations where he was like, no, like you're going to be here. Cause like for a while I was like, is this just like a, like how long will this last? Yes. My dad has this thing where he tells me like, oh, they're just going to dump you when they turn 40 and then you'll be stuck. And I'm like, great. So, you know. Of course he did. Yeah. He's gloom and doom. Approving. Gloom and doom. That's really what it is. Um, (laughs) Like, you're wasting your time. This doesn't last 20 years. And like, who knows? Like, I don't know. It could last however long it lasts or it could not. And I think that's okay. I was just going to say, and I guess like if you're happy, it doesn't matter. You know, if your end goal is not to, like, for me, it would be so hard. Like, I just keep thinking about it. It'd be so hard because it's like, I don't know. I guess I don't know if it would be hard because I've never tried it, but it would be hard for me because like my end game has always been, I shouldn't say game, but my end goal has always been to like, like you said, get married, do the whole marriage thing. And then like, I really want a family. Like I want babies and Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like how... How do I do that with 
But like, I guess what you said, something you said earlier really strikes a chord with me and how you said that even in a monogamous relationship, your partner usually is not everything to you. So um, I guess I'm struggling with that a little bit as well in the regard that it's like, do you just hold out your whole life to find that one partner that is everything to you? Or do you just accept that that's not the case and that's not real life? And like you just kind of take what you can from one partner and then find whatever's missing in your own life, in like your own routine. You find it through a friend, you, you find it through a support group or, you know, something along those lines. Yeah. I do feel like there are soulmates and like people who like your twin flame, whatever you want to say, like, I do feel like you're, there yeah. is that person who is your person, my partner and his wife, they are, they are each other's person. Like it's the most beautiful thing I've seen. And I think it's, like they 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 do music together. They're like literally they had the same birthday. They are absolutely beautiful. And I feel like they probably could be happy if they were monogamous. But they're pretty open to getting different things from different people and having multiple loves. And now we have this beautiful situation where we all have so much love for each other. I don't want to make it seem like there's not like your soulmate out there. I just think there are multiple soulmates. Like I think there are just multiple people who can love each other there are people who find each other and marry more than once you know like that doesn't mean that they weren't meant to be together I agree with that too that's and that's like the hardest thing and then a lot of people do they're like oh he's my soulmate and it's like well your soulmate can mean so many things like it's not something it's not someone that you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with per se yeah and like I don't know I haven't I'm not married I don't know how it works yet um (laughs) (laughs) Like maybe, Neither are we, you know, girl. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. We're all maybe in the I'll same boat there. <laughs> you know, I think there's actually like what what I find beautiful in monogamy, which is kind of that maybe maybe they don't fulfill everything for you, but you find a way to have that be what fulfills you is like your romantic partner. Like mm-hmm. I think some something about that is beautiful. I also think that there's beauty in the, in the reverse, which is more your situation where you find beauty in the fact that nobody is going to be able to fulfill everything for you. And so, um, you have multiple people that comprise your circle. And I think that that is just as beautiful. It's just which way resonates with you. Yeah, exactly. I feel I'm really like I have, yeah, I mean, you could you could be either or. I think it's really whatever floats your boat, and I think that's like where there's there's a lot of stuff sometimes that I've seen about like people dash like bashing monogamy or like bashing polyamory, and it's like mm-hmm. it's just however makes you happy. And as long as you're honest with the people that you're around, like if you're being if you call yourself poly, but you're just like not telling the people that you're dating that you're in a relationship, like you're not you're not doing anything you're being sketch but yes you know, and that's like what, that's my biggest thing is like there are people out there like that danielle you yeah. know that's why we like the ethical non-monogamy has come out because people are doing a lot they're like oh i'm poly but my girlfriend doesn't know and it's like that doesn't make sense you know no, no that's you so, cheating <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's scummy no i'm not here yeah. for that. so oh like my no, God. there's a way to do it where it's like wholesome and lovely i enjoy it right now like this is good in my life it's made me feel better as a person it's made me look at certain parts of myself that maybe I wouldn't have and I just feel like more loving all the time so I feel like you're making me look at parts of myself that 
well, girl, you know, I'm always on this quest. I mean, let's be real. I've been doing this for years now, but I just feel like I would just be like, I just get so jealous. Like it just like consumes me. And I don't know why that is. I think the question comes from is like, why are you jealous? Because like anytime when my partner got, I've been dating him for three years and his newest partner has been here for about a year, um, maybe a little bit longer, like a year and a half. But when he first started dating her, I had those feelings of, well, am I not good enough? Like, are we like, is there something wrong with me? Like, did I do something? Is she so much prettier than me? Like all these things that aren't true. Like we, there's no reason to compare us. There's no, like, um, it was just like a lot of my self-esteem that was coming out that was like not something that I needed to look at more. And when I looked at it in a different way of like, no, I'm fine with him liking somebody else. She's actually amazing and I'm amazing too. And I had the conversation with all of them. I was like, yeah, I think I'm realizing that like there were times where I felt like I wouldn't fit in and I wasn't going to be a person who people would want to be around. So when this started happening, I was like, oh, it's been too long. Like you don't want to be around me. And like, that's like just I'm the being thing replaced. Was, yeah. And that was just the thing in my head. Like I've been, I've been cheated on. I've been like, me too. I've had a lot of things that have made me feel like I wasn't good enough. And I, those things come up, but it's like, when you realize that that's just like your own negative self-defeating belief, like that's just something that I need to work on within me. It was just like, okay, like I'm fine. This is fine. We're fine. And y'all are cool. And <laughs> everything's we're fine. Yeah, Aww. everything's fine. Like it's actually not anything that's bad, you know? Yeah, no, I, I'm like listening to you talk and I'm like, and I, I get that. I guess the relationship I'm in now, I don't feel that way. I don't feel super jealous. I don't feel insecure, but in my past relationships, I, you know, did because I guess they just never made me feel appreciated and loved the way that, you know, your, your whole family does like your whole poly fam. Like, I guess that's huge. I guess it also just depends on your partner. Yeah, I think so. Cause I definitely feel supported by all of them. Like there are days where I'll just hang out with his girlfriend or, the three or his girlfriend and his wife and I would just like hang out and we all support each other in a different way. And that's really beautiful to me. I'm very happy that anything that was happening within me was able to be worked through or I wouldn't have been here in this place where I feel like I have such a loving support system. Girl, I'm so happy for you. You do. You sound so happy and like so fulfilled. Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy. It's really chill. It's like, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Paige, how how do you feel about that? Like, what are your thoughts over there? What are you thinking about? I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'm just like, it. it's opening, like this conversation is opening my eyes to be more, what's the right word? Um, empathetic, maybe? But like, not, not so, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe empathetic is the right word towards my peers that are in polyamorous relationships that I've always been like, I just don't understand how you could do that. Like it feels so crazy to me in some ways, but I I don't want to feel that, you know, like I want to be able to show up and be supportive of their happiness. And so I think this has been very enlightening to my ability to be more accepting and understanding of, of 
how other people feel and find love. It, it's, it still doesn't feel like something I necessarily want for myself, but I'm grateful for the perspective so that I can show up better for, for my friends. Okay. I love that. If, if that makes sense. I don't know. I hope that I'm like very nervous that I'm being accidentally offensive. No, no, <laughs> no. you're fine. Like um, I feel like I, I have a friend who, um, she is so supportive of me. She's like, I love seeing you live your life. I would never do that, but I love it so much. And that's, that's where it is. Like that's, it's completely okay. You know, I think if we can just support each other in whatever way we find love and find happiness, then there's really not much of an issue. I was going to say that. I feel like, and you kind of said that before, like we just all need to just support each other no matter what. Like it, why is it like a, like a one party versus another party or, you know, like monogamy versus polyamory. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why, why are we making it that way? It's just different. You know, it's not bad. It's, it's not better. It's not worse. It's, it's just different. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what scares people including myself, you know, like, I always wonder, like, what if I meet someone who I am head over heels for, and they're like, oh, well, I have a wife, like, how would I respond? I guess that that would be something that I could only discuss after it happens, you know? I feel like the most important part about being poly and think a responsibility on people who are poly and in relationships is to tell people up front, like, when I met Ryan, he goes, by the way, I have a, he was like, hey. And I was like, hey, he's like, I have a wife. And I was like, okay. And I asked him a bunch of questions. And then we went on with our relationship. I love that. And like, I've seen people did, on Bumble and stuff. They, they, they straight up say it. They're like, yeah. my wife and I are on here looking for, you know, a third. Oh, question. Do you guys, do you all, have you all slept together ever? Or is that too personal? Um, <laughs> I mean, not really like kind of but not really I feel like a lot of people are like oh my god do you all sleep together are you all like having foursomes are you doing these things and we're like nah because <laughs> we chilling. have no idea <laughs> yeah like that's that's always like one of the first questions it's really funny because I'm like no I'm chilling like <laughs> I'm open because I'm like I'm pretty queer I don't really care like I'm chill but you know there are people who they don't do that and it's okay you know so there's a multitude of types of polyamory. Yeah, for sure. Like they're people who are completely straight and they just have different partners, you know? I think all four of us are pretty gay, but... I can't speak for them. I don't speak for everybody. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been pretty chill. It's just like we sleep in the same bed, but that's about it. So like all four of you? Sometimes like the three of us or we'll do two and two because sometimes it gets really hot because that's oh, like a lot yeah. of people in the same bed, but I'm hoping- I was like, what size new, bed do you have and where do I get one? We need like two queen size beds so we can all sleep comfortably. Like that's that's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you Recognize. go. I can't even imagine. I'm like over here. I didn't even stay at Todd's last night because I'm over here like, bye. <laughs> you have to go sleep alone. She's like, get your dog out of the bed. I'm going to go sleep by myself at home with my cat. It's so true. I know. I was like, oh, do you want to come sleep over? He's like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. He's like, we're not sleeping together anymore. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's like a running joke. We always joke that uh, we're going to need two bedrooms. Like if we ever get married, because it's like impossible to sleep with him and his dog. And then the dog's in the middle of us. And then she's on my head. And then she's like suffocating me. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I got to get Whereas out. my dog's like, I will sleep right in the middle between everybody's heads so that no one could cuddle and have any moments because... I am the center of attention. The king that's of the castle. That's what Shady does. Yes, that's what Shady yeah, does. But Ringo's like eight pounds, and Shady's yeah, that's true. big. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I let Ringo think he's in charge, but he's not. <laughs> Typical man. Yeah, we have no pets over here, so it's all chill. <laughs> oh, that's so good, Danielle. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a that. pet at home, but like not in the. I can only imagine like all of our pets here, plus the four of us. That would be too much. Now, when you say here, this is your partner's house. Yes. Okay. So that makes sense. And you all just come together and yeah. hang out. Yeah. That's really how it's been recently. I mean, there are days where, like, only one of us will come over and his wife would go to another partner's house so that we would all have, like, individual time. Um, but, like, lately it's been mostly just the four of us. Um because... I kind of love that. Yeah. It's really chill. It's like, it's like the Brady Bunch in a way. I mean, I mean, I guess, because didn't Jan try to sleep with one of her stepbrothers? <laughs> you would know all of the Brady I Bunch. I don't know the Brady Bunch. I mean, we're not related, so that's good. <laughs> I know. I feel like, is there anything else you want to tell us about this? Because... I feel like my mind has been blown and I'm going to go home while well, I'm, I'm home, but I'm going to, you know, get in my bed later and I'm just going to be like, could I do it? <laughs> <laughs> like, do I need to have a chat with Todd? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think he could do um, it. No, no way. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty upset. All of guys that were just, you know, we're happy living our wholesome polyfam life. And I think a lot of people are like that. So, you know, just like, like the idea of like you being people being a little more empathetic and like impact was that what the word was now i'm academy but yeah, yeah. Empathetic. <laughs> that's why i really wanted to have you on and talk about this because i feel like i feel like people are afraid of things that they don't know about you know yeah, sure i mean myself included you know a lot of people I mean, don't understand so i'm always trying to talk about it well girl it's a platform for you <laughs> what were you gonna say Paige you were gonna say something you said I mean I don't know what had you just said before that oh just I that people know. are afraid of you know things that they don't oh, know about yeah I was gonna say I mean I was I was getting very like internally scared of this conversation mostly because like I want to be like this super open loving you know, light of a human in the world. And then I like, can't pretend that I don't like have these, you know, pre-existing notions and beliefs. And I, I was mostly just like, this freaks me out and I don't want to accidentally offend, offend Aloe's friend. And I feel so much better just like having a conversation. And we've talked in some of our previous episodes about some hot topics with like politics and religion and things. So you've just wandered there and Um, We usually end up at a similar conclusion, which is just that if everybody was more comfortable and open talking about things that they don't necessarily agree with in life, that, that it would lead to a happier, more empathetic world. And that's how I'm feeling in this moment. 
I, I love to hear this punch. I really do. Cause I know you were super nervous and I was too, you know, because it's like, I'm like, I, I too don't want to offend anyone, you know? And, and it's, it's just so fascinating to me that there are so many people that partake in polyamory. And, and I mean, we just like the other day, we were just talking about the Mormons and we had, um, one of Punch's friends on who's Mormon and well, he was Mormon. He left the church and he was telling us that the only way that the Mormons believe that you uh, ascend to heaven is through polyamory. So well, like- no, for them, for them, it's po- polygamy, which is different. Yeah. That's a difference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the women can't have multiple partners in, oh, in Mormonism. No, I'm just the men. Enlightened. Yeah. I'm, I'm personally very not about po- Yeah. About polygamy. Yeah, polygamy and polyamory are different. That's probably one of the Ugh. things I should have highlighted. That's okay. Like polygamy, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know. This, I, I have no idea. You know, it's all foreign to me. You know, whoever but, polygamist that they want to be, that's cool. But that's true. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would be the version of like, um, you know, kind of what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, if, if you were, or maybe I was just thinking about it while you were talking, I might not have said anything. I don't know. Um, but if you were like a a monogamous person dating a polyamorous person, but it's like very strictly like by sex. So like the man gets to be polyamorous, but the woman has to be monogamous to the man. And I don't like that. Oh, hell no. That's like completely not fair. And that's just, I mean, And there are some people who are very open to having, like, a polygamous, like, sister-wife type of situation, and that's something that they like. Um, That is true. And as long as, what I'm saying is, like, as long as everyone is in agreement with whatever they're doing, I think that's all we can ask for. Like, I know somebody who wants to have that kind of situation where where they want to be the only man in the relationship and have other women. And they all work together and like have babies. And I mean, if that's what the women agree to, let them live their life, I guess. I mean, but that kind of sounds cool, but I, yeah, I mean, it's cool for them. That's like the thing where I'm like, if you don't feel like you're polyamorous and monogamy is the thing that works for you, then that's cool. Cause that's one of those things where I was like, I couldn't agree to that, but live your life. You know, it's like one of those things where you just accept it and it's okay. Just not for you. <laughs> Yeah, like live your truth. That's your yeah, truth. Yeah, live your truth. That's right, it. right. I think that's the theme of it all, you guys. Just live what feels best and right yes. for you, but don't make other people feel like they have to do it if it doesn't feel right for them. Mm-hmm. I like that too. I like this. And yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to ask. What about you, Punch? Any other questions? I mean, I'm sure I'm going to go to bed and have like 50 million questions, but I'm I'm not coming up with any at the moment. Okay. Well, then that means, guess what it's time for? I don't know if you've ever listened to any of our other apps, but we always do a card poll. Okay. um, For the collective. Beautiful. Yeah. So this week I'm using the internal crystal oracle cards again because I just love them. I'm shuffling them. So what is it that we need for the collective? And I'm just asking my spirit guides to help me. So I'm going to split these decks. Danielle, you tell me right, middle, or or left, middle, or right, which one you want on top? Um, The right. Okay. 
Oh my God, Paige, you're going to die. Guess what it is? Bloodstone? Yeah. (laughs) You know what's funny? So I'm going to read this then because clearly you need it and everyone's going to need it. So um, when we had Sydney on, our death doula, she was talking about Bloodstone and it being such a key gem to be used uh, for so many reasons. It's, you know, it's a detoxifying stone and it, it, it's involved with your root chakra, your heart and sacral chakras. So they're all kind of connected um, in, in a sense. And I think that this is probably, again, what, what we need to hear because the world is so crazy right now. Uh, it's a very strong sign for you today that it's time for you to start to look after yourself. Try to ground and detoxify your physical body and your spiritual energy. If you haven't been looking after yourself, balance is needed in your life. Eat in moderation and choose foods which nourish and ground you. Also look at what you are drinking. Do you drink enough water? Are you watching how much alcohol or soda you have? Focus on what you are and what you are breathing in. Are you smoking or do you have a lot of dust or chemicals around you? Detoxifying your body can take time, so it's important that you start to make some changes today. You don't have to do anything huge, and you may like to start by looking at one area of your life first, such as your food portions. It is not only your physical body that you need to detoxify, it is also your spiritual body. Make sure that you are not getting too drained by other people's energies, and try to shield your energy from negative or toxic people, and make an effort to think positive thoughts. Well, I definitely needed to hear this because um, I always struggle with my food portions. And I know I'm going to need to hear it in a couple weeks. <laughs> uh, no, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Danielle. Thank you so much for joining us. Seriously, no I problem. Appreciate this so much, and I think that you know our listeners will really get something really good out of this. Or if there's anyone who is polyamorous out there that may feel like they can't, like, you know, if they're like new to it and they feel like they can't express themselves, this might give someone a little bit of that bump they need. Or for someone who's like me, who just like looks at it and you're just like, oh my God, like, I just like the jealousy starts, like the anxiety I feel just thinking about it, like creeps in. And then it just kind of makes me sit back and say, okay, well, exactly what you said, Danielle, like, what is this pulling for me personally? Like, this is about something more. Mm-hmm. about my insecurities. So Danielle, is there a place that people can come support you and your arts and your craft and your spirituality in some way? Like how can we help you? Um, you? Currently I'm not really, I'm not teaching yoga. I have an Instagram, a flowing Z. If you want to see me talk about more I talk about polyamory on there a little bit and I also do a bunch of art like I hula hoop and do a bunch of dance stuff so oh very it cool. is you know beautiful you I'll plug that okay in so what you can follow what me was on Instagram. your Instagram handle it's a flowing z love it and well, z we'll is z-e-e add that to our bio. yes right z-e-e z-e-e yes, yes. perfect I follow we'll her don't you links worry from the sewed <laughs> you're the best thank you so much no yes, problem thank you so much for, for having us. me all right ladies all right. bye love bye